Listener Production. Here at Listener, we acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which this podcast is being recorded today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We also pay our respects to their elders, past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. It's a lot, isn't it? It's time for a solo episode. Aren't you excited? Are you excited, Lim? I'm very excited. I love it. I'm my period as well. So I'm like, period day one, driving here, literally was sobbing to Missy Higgins. (laughs) Something about her Australian accent just makes me feel like everything's much more real. I don't know. I fucking love Missy Higgins. Man, oh my God, this period, I cried so much. I just, yeah, I just get periods sometimes that I just completely different from every other period. Like like happy cry or sad cry or just like everything cry? Emotional cry, like roller coaster. fucking everything makes me want to react. Literally, like, me. My lift wasn't working for like an hour this morning. I called Comrade and I was like, like losing my mouth. Like, fucking place, out of place, so fucking much, fucking leaving, fuck this, fuck this. And he was like, what can I do to help? Like, and I was like, oh. nothing, nothing. Are you coming to fix the fucking lift? No, you're not. And I fuck all the other fucking six months ah. Also, it doesn't matter if you guys know what level I live on now because I've moved, so. (laughs) (laughs) The fucking six flights of fucking stairs, the fucking fuck. Um, So, yeah, I was in a bit of a bad mood this morning, but also, to be fair, I pay a lot of rent. Imagine Bondi, two-bedroom, two-bathroom with balcony and air conditioning. Imagine how much that is. And the lift breaks literally every fucking month. It's a joke. And the intercom's been broken for four weeks now. Get a grip. Like, honestly, fix things. But thank God I'm out of there. Thank God. See ya. Au revoir, where I lived before. Um, <laughs> but there's, um, you know, there's been a lot going on. Um, we're going to start with this. I mean, I'm not going to talk about it too much because you all know my stance. And also, like, we're all vaccinated now. So, like, woo! woo. Um, also, came for my fourth booster. It's so funny um, in regards to vaccines, all these anti vaxxers, like, when they're coming out saying, like, okay, like, fourth booster's available. Soon, always into vaccines. Like, I like they'll tag me in stories. Like me, like usually, like Matt Agnew, like doctors and shit. And I'm like, ready to line up for your fourth booster. It's like, yeah, yes, like yeah, yeah, I am. Of course, I am. Like, fucking, like I wish my blood could be vaccine. Like, also, babe, I haven't had COVID yet. Let's just accept that I've I've not had COVID. Touch on wood. But I've made it. Um, but I had a test this morning even. Did right this morning negative. Babes, I haven't had it yet. You know why? Because <laughs> I'm fucking vaccinated. But then if an anti-vaxxer gets a hold of this video of you saying like, I haven't got it yet and you get it, they'd be like, see? But it's like, you idiot. It's not about that. It's about that she's not going to end up in the hospital dying. Di- yes, it's not I'm, about not getting it. Exactly. I, I, there's a less chance of me getting it. But if I do get it, which I probably, I probably will eventually. My GP was like, it's not if, it's when. I said, thank you, Debbie. <laughs> I said, I was like flexing to her. I was like, I haven't had COVID yet, Debbie. And she was like, yeah, but it's not if, it's when. And I was like, Debbie, but I mightn't get it right. And she's like, oh. She's like, I feel like you're going to get it. And I was Lie like, to me. I was like, no, I don't think I will, Debbie. Like, get that fucking, get that UTI test going. Like, because I'm <laughs> get, we're there for a UTI sample again, UTI queen. Anyway, always, they think they're being so smart, but we've all, we've all been through all these points. I mean, if you want to hear me rant about it, go to like August last year. <laughs> Like every episode was me just like raging about people like Chloe Zepp, um, people in my DMs. But I had like a whole, oh, I had an whole Instagram series with all like pharmacists, doctors and actual like bi- like biologists or something. Credible like, sources basically. Because everyone was like, because all the anti-vaxxers who had four brain cells were like, you want, 
you are a medical professional. Why would I listen to you? Okay, let me get them all on then because they all agree with me. Uh, anyway. It's not going to work. Logic doesn't work. Anyway, the reason why this inf- infuriation is back is because Sam Frost, first and foremost, let me just say something. My question, and you know what, I will probably risk getting a Stella cover ever by saying this, but why do they put her, why do they give her a Stella cover? So Stella, for those of you who don't know, I don't feel like, I feel like Stella magazine is like a thing for people in media. It's really nice to have a Stella magazine cover, but like, if you're not in media, you don't know what it is. Like, do you, like you would because you're in media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, do you, would you think your no, friends would know? I didn't know? know it before I started in this industry. Neither did I. So I was like, oh, you have a Stella magazine shoot. Like my first shoot ever was with Stella, I think. And I was like, what's that? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, it's huge. And I was like, I know what it is. And you know what, Stella? I am roasting you right now because you literally put Sam Frost in the cover and gave her a sob story. Shush. Bit of shush, please. I haven't seen it. So what's... Well, what I haven't seen it de- either, but I've, I'm reading because I'm not going to buy a newspaper. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I uh, am reading the outtakes from her interview. Okay. First of all, I've seen headlines that are about her um, abusive relationship she was in. That's awful, obviously. That does deserve a sympathy. That does deserve empathy. So before anyone says, the thing that doesn't deserve empathy is her video about being an anti-vaxxer. And now she says she's an anti-vaxxer. So I guess maybe she doesn't like the word anti-vaxxer, whatever. Okay. My issue is her video that she was did crying on the floor, upset because everyone was quote-unquote bullying her because she wasn't getting vaccinated. Anyway, so I'm not even going to discuss the abuse relationship up because I don't have the article in front of me and also because awful, hideous, feel really sorry for her. Shouldn't have had to gone through that. What we will discuss, though, is her opinion on the vaccine. So this is from news.com because it's a summary. So if anyone says, you didn't get the quote, entire quote, you know why? I'm not paying for the article, Okay. <laughs> I'm not putting my... It's email. your own method of opposition, basically, is yeah, not buying it. I'm not going to buy the article for something okay. that I don't... And I don't want... I don't think Stella should have given her a cover shoot. I don't think that is... And it's like, like her publicist must be working overtime. <laughs> like, yeah. how did she get that? Like, like it's like, for example, like, who had the last one? I think it was like Tim Robards and um, Anna Heinrich. Like, gorgeous. Like, Stella photo shoots also, so I don't... Uh, I will say this. I do like Stella and Body and Soul. They are like the most beautiful photo shoots you ever do in Australia. It's like the best photographers, the best makeup artists, the best stuff. It is like fucked. Like Stella photo shoots for me are the hottest photos. If you see me uploading 100 photos, it's Stella. It's my Stella photo shoot. (laughs) So I'll give you that. Dreamy, gorgeous. So like I just don't think, I think maybe give her like an interview, making her on the cover is like poor Sam Frost. Um, poor Sam Frost in regards to her relationship. Again, absolutely, but I'm stopping with the disclaimers now because you've all heard me. Not poor Sam Frost with her anti-vax bullshit. So um, I'm also mentioning this article about how I um, got mad at her online, even though all I did, side note, there's this thing, I mean, I haven't even, I don't think I've even ranted about her. I think I did in the podcast like weeks after because all these anti-vaxxers having go at me. Babes, I literally put a post saying I choose peace today. And I also just posted saying, lol, I'm not going to deal with it. It's like privilege. Yeah, I remember I, you posting that though. I posted, I posted I choose peace today. I'm not getting involved. And then I was like, yeah. lol, I'm not going to bother. I'm literally the beach getting drunk. Like, that's literally <laughs> what I posted. Yeah. And it was like bullying Sam Frost. Like first of all, I could do a whole podcast about her silly little video. We could spend three hours dissecting it, pausing and going, yeah, this is ridiculous because of X, Y, Z. But I didn't because I couldn't be bothered. And then all the anti-vaxxers decided that I was the one. Come for me, anti-vaxxers. You boost my algorithm so much. <laughs> I got 70,000 followers over the over lockdown. Like, wow. 
control. Yeah, babe, because all the anti-vaxxers share me and people who agree with me then follow me. They become obsessed. They become obsessed and they like comment on my stuff so all my, all my stuff gets boosted. I was getting like 250,000 um, story views. My, Haters, like, come thank back. Thank you. Uh, like, thank you. Like, get a grip. That's why I'm almost at 400,000 followers because of the anti-vaxxers. So post me again. So anyway, she's opened up about the disgusting backlash that followed her controversial vaccine announcement and why she doesn't regret posting it. I decided as well I'm going to start um, any influencer event because I've been to influence events recently. Influencers there who aren't vaccinated, who, by the way, I'm not going to name, but there are people that people follow that haven't posted about the vaccine. If I haven't posted about it, they're unvaccinated. I can guarantee. I'm telling you. I have something else to say, but I doubt someone just says, I'm just going to leave it. I, I, guys, <laughs> I have information. I have information on people. Anyway, I think my new thing is going to be to organisers. Is everyone getting their vaccine certificate checked before they come? Well, it's workplace safety. I don't understand why it has to be even contested. Mm. Like if you're going to an event with a lot of people and there's this thing that you can take that will lower your chances of transmitting this thing that could kill someone in the workplace, why should they not make this rule? Like Exactly. Exactly. So I've also decided the day, because I was ups- I like, I was like, mm, I'm not going to like confront the people in real life who I know I'm vaccinated and be like, oh, can I see a vaccine? <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit psycho, but I am going to do that subtle thing. I have to do no for the guests who come into your show, I have to check that they're vaccinated. So exactly. I, I, I actually had to do these conversations. Yes, of course. I am your gatekeeper. She's my gatekeeper. <laughs> I'm a manager. They're always like, <laughs> yeah. who's vaccinated? Is everyone vaccinated? Therefore, she. But, you know, it's like, I don't get why they're inviting anti-vaxxers. I don't get why they're putting on covers anti-vaxxers. Well, she isn't an anti-vaxxer. But anyway, at the time of posting, she said she could get into trouble for revealing her stance on the vaccine. Doesn't need to be a stance. What's your stance on glasses? Yeah, use them if you need them. And we need the fucking vaccine right now. Get a grip. Stance on the vaccine. There's the thing. People also still ask me, like, why are you so opinionated about the vaccine? And I'm like... It's common sense. Like, they're like, where did you get this passion from? And I'm like, because I'm normal. Like, what do you mean? Like, they're like, where does it come from? I'm like, Bleh. and I'm like, well, first of all, my whole family were like doctors, dentists, and teachers. But like, I think just, I think because of that, I have common sense. I think that has to do with it. <laughs> my grandma would be so embarrassed for all of you right now. She's dead. But Carmel, <laughs> if Carmel knew you weren't getting vaccinated, if you're listening, you're unvaccinated, my grandma would think you were so silly, but she wouldn't say anything. She was really nice. Okay. So, Carmel, love you, Carmel. But Carmel's normal. No, Carmel's normal, okay? Okay, so she said that she was, quote-unquote, torn. She had no regrets about posting it, despite being, quote-unquote, torn to fucking pieces, as you should have been, because you posted saying, you posted anti-vax rhetoric to your, like, 270,000 followers, or however many she has. Do we know how many she has? I think she blocked me. wonder why. Sam Frost. Dun, 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 dun. Didn't she deactivate? Oh, 578,000 followers. Oh, yeah, she deactivated it. So she has over half a million followers and she's posting her anti-vax stuff, basically being like, wah, wah, wah. I don't know about the vaccine. She says she wasn't in a good place. Yeah, that was, I mean, that's sad. Um, And she had a huge panic attack. Again, that's awful. Um, During consultation with the doctor about COVID vaccine, which COVID vaccine was best for her. Okay, that's fine. She thought it was reasonable to be hesitant about a new vaccine. Okay, except all the research was done. Um, uh, there's a new flu vaccine every year. Uh, I shouldn't say that either. And, oh, 
she slammed backlash it followed her video including public rebuttals from fellow bachelor alumni Abby Chatfield and really? Matt Agnew yeah oh my god vibes the bullying of unvaccinated people was just dis- yes I'm putting a voice on the bullying of unvaccinated people was disgusting mm. wasn't bullying it's like it's that's like saying like the bullying of the bullying of people who are outwardly anti-Black Lives Matter is disgusting. It's like, no, 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 like, you're on the wrong side of history. Like, no. Um, also, I'm not saying she's anti-Black Lives Matter before I become me. Friends have had for years stop talking to me. I never said I didn't want to get it. But but you said you were, like, you were crying on the floor because you were, like, we're getting bullied. Um, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. It feels quite unreasonable to assume that everyone's going to think the exact, the exactly the same way and that people are going to come to the exact same conclusion in the same time frame. She also su- received some high-profile support for her views. I wonder who that... I wonder who that was. I'd love for her to name. I'd love for her to name because she's like, thousands of people reach out to me, including quite a lot of high-profile people who went, you're so brave. Including Donald Trump. Probably Trumpo. <laughs> Probably Trumpo. Probably, um, who's our other anti-vaxxer? Ziggy Alberts. Um, you're so brave, and they felt the exact same way, even though I copped it. It served its purpose of reminding people they weren't alone and others were having the same struggles. Why is she getting this aesthetic photo shoot and a cover? It's disgusting. Um, elsewhere, I've never had a decision to quit home and away. Apparently, it wasn't driven by the backlash, nor it was, and it wasn't driven by the vaccine requirement. Okay. What wasn't driven by the vaccine requirement or the backlash? Her quitting home and away. Oh, okay. Apparently, there was a divide in the workplace when it came to the vaccine and the mandate. Yeah, probably because people who wanted to actually work safely wanted to get the vaccine. The people like you who were like, no. Why are they acting like she's like come back from, I don't know, like the first thing I think of was a bad edit on a TV show, but like why are they acting like she like, I don't know, like stood up for a like very, like a feminist issue that was seen extreme at the time, but now everyone's like, yeah, she was right. The more the time that goes on, the more proof there is she was wrong. So why are we now giving her a stellar cover? Anyway, props to her management. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's really good management. Props there. to her management and also... Look, I just think that that's my opinion, is that if you are against vaccines... I'm not going to debate with you, but you don't use your public platform to mirror those ideas because they can be quite dangerous for people. That is the issue that we have here. Mm-hmm. Not with her opinion as much as how she used her platform. Yeah. And, and at pushed. the very, very critical time. She didn't... You, it, the timing had a, had a factor there. Like, it people was were hesitant. Lockdown. People were hesitant. They were on the fence. And then the thing is, when you bring in the bullying aspect into all of this and, you know, the ask for sympathy, you're making it sound like you're a victim mm-hmm. when actually other people are just deferring from you in opinion. They're yes. not like her... I don't know if she was harassed or not, but the whole thing I mean, I'm is, sure she was because her views were ridiculous. I mean, I get harassed by anti-vaxxers. Um, people get scared. When, when somebody's telling you publicly, like a massive public figure coming to you and telling you, insinuating not to take the vaccine... Mm. It's scary. You've got like your grandma and grandpa. It was a scary time. It still is a scary time for some of us. Mm. And then you just, you know, talking about this it, it, without any sense of responsibility. Like, yeah, absolutely. And then saying, 
guys, but I was bullied by people who are high profile and, and people who are high profile, others actually agreed with me. Tell us who. Tell us who. Name names so I can stop following them. I can stop listening to their shit and I can stop watching their shit. Tell us. Who? Who? Which network are they on? I'll go out the front and protest. Anyway, I just think it's pathetic. Um, That's my opinion. And also, let's be honest, mainstream media isn't really the main source of how things are spread these days. It's probably social media. Yeah, that's true. Let's be fucking honest. Getting an article written about you. Like, so it was always so funny. And actually, kind of segue. Wow, kind of smooth segue. When people say, like, people on, like, reality shows like Married at First Sight, like, they just want a news article. Mm, News articles do nothing. Like, people as well, like, if you just come off maths and you're listening to this or a reality show, don't do the stupid paparazzi setups unless it's for money um, and that's it. Don't do it for an article. People literally like, do you know the people, I know I could name people right now, but I'm not going to, much like Sam Frost. I'm keeping my, um, I'm keeping <laughs> these secrets because I think this is really harmful, but I think it's embarrassing. Um, people literally like will get, you might know this, but people listening might know. People literally get like professional ph- photographers to follow them around. Like they will, oh wow, not even like paparazzi, they'll get like, like if, if you were talking about, like, Lem, can you just, like, um, follow me around today when I go for, like, a walk with Comrade and I'll, like, suck his dick in the corner in, like, a bush or something? And then I'll, like, chop around the photos. So I um, have some paparazzi, paparazzi shots once. I'll admit it. I'll admit it. I've really? It. Yeah, because I needed money. Okay. I got, like, one and a half grand. Wow. So, and I had, like, no money at the time. So I did it. It wasn't for an article, though. It was for money. And you know what? I respect you for admitting it, to be honest. It was for money. I'm sorry, I don't really care about the article. I was like, I'm going to the beach was anyway. Was it the sucking the dick or just the paparazzi? <laughs> no, um, it was both. It was both. Um, okay. I admit it. Um, no, but it, like, you know what I mean? I've set yeah. up for money. I think it's fun to do it for money. I mean, if someone's going to take a photo of you, if you go to lunch and someone's like, I'll pay you 500 bucks to take a photo of you at lunch, um, pay for my barata. Absolutely. I mean, I don't do it anymore because I hate paparazzi following me now. But back when I had, when I like was in between... I'd like quit my job and I was about to go to paradise. So I had like no money to buy bikinis to paradise. <laughs> <laughs> they don't give you budget for that? No. Oh, uh, but, shit. Um, they have like a stylist for the Pip, my friend Pip, um, with a stylist for like the cocktail parties. Oh, yeah. But not for like just bikinis and stuff. So, yeah, I, I've set up pap shots, but I think it's really, I'm like, I find it funny when it's like you've paid a photographer like, some of them pay people. I'm not fucking paying someone to take photos of me. I've only set it up once. And before all you speculate about it, it was in 2019, at the end of 2019. Ever since then, have not set up pap shots because CBF. Actually, there was one more time when I was doing a collab with something and um, I just wanted easy content. So I was like, I'll be here. I've got this thing. I love that you're admitting this, honestly. Because, like, know. people need to know that you've got a hustle to make it. You can't just... It's like Kim Kardashian, but like mine's ever for like, mine's more like I wanted easy, funny content and <laughs> yeah. I wanted money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think doing it for like articles, like we can say it's cringe, whatever, but it's more so it doesn't work. Like no one is searching like, and this is a random name that I'm just thinking of, no one's like Rosie Jane from Married at First Sight to see if she's been to Bondi today. Like no one's doing that. But if you can get paid for that, then joyous vibes. Married at First Sight. 
the next thing I'm talking about. So, as we all know, I mean, I had a huge rantity rant rant on the radio show Hot Nights with Abby, seven time weeknights on the Hit Network. I made a huge rant. Um, and you can listen to the podcast. We might be able to link the podcast episode. It's always linked in the show notes. Hot. We'll link in the show notes the podcast episode that I had the rant about it. So you have context. I'm not going through it again. Basically, there was the nude photo scandal. And I was talking about Olivia sending around the nudes of um, Domenica. Oh, sorry. The nudes of Domenica that Olivia sent around. It continues to be a mess. I'm not watching it because I work at nighttime. And also my priority right now is Real Housewives. As you all should know, Miami season three, there's a lot going on. Oh, sorry. Season two only. A lot going on. Conrad and I don't watch anything else. So I'm really sorry for anyone who thinks I should know more about the show. But when I was criticizing it, I said, Tamara, this girl is sitting there going, we're not shaming, we're not shaming. We just think that, like, get over it, get over it. And her demeanor was very weird. And I was like, you're a weirdo. Like, you're, like, I was like, you're acting really weird situation. You are shaming her. And I said, same thing about Olivia. But they're all like, we aren't shaming her, we're not shaming her, we're not shaming her. Then the silly little publications, Daily Mail and stuff, they um, uploaded photos, they quote unquote uncovered photos of Olivia, the girl who was sending around the photos of her in lingerie as though it was, like, hypocrite, but, like, that was equally as disgusting as what she did to Domenica. So I had a rant about that as well on the, on the radio show. Anyway, Tamara, I was sent this TikTok that Tamara made before she was on the show, and I, it confirms my <laughs> feeling about her. So it's, like, the end of it. So she's talking about things that she needs to ask millennials, and, I'm, and she's a millennial herself, just so you know. And number three, why are we normalising OnlyFans? This is my biggest beef. I'm sorry, but does our generation not have more to offer to society than thirty se- than a 30-second video of you with a butt plug up your ass? Wow. Groundbreaking commentary from Tamara. Groundbreaking. And she's not shaming, but she's not shaming, Lem. But she doesn't shame about OnlyFans. Uh, first of all, babe, now here's the thing. I am a podcast host, I'm a radio host, I'm a TV host. I have, you know, an Instagram following. Do I contribute much to society? Not really. Not really. Um, Your value shouldn't come from how much you contribute to society, babe. Capitalism has tricked you, first of all. If you're genuinely wondering, like, why are we glamorizing? What does that contribute to society? Babe, you're married at first sight. What's it contributing? It's fun. I mean, I was in Bachelor. No shame in it. I've never but seen like, a reality TV person talk about reality TV like, like that. But like, so is refreshing. the Bachelor changing lives? Like, no. <laughs> is Married at First Sight like, wow, groundbreaking, four corners? Like, no. It's fucking Married at First Sight. Like, here's the thing. No shame. Obviously, I'm fucking like, I'm like, but if your if your criteria is contributing to society, where's your Nobel Peace Prize? Where is it? Like. Are you are you in the trenches? Are you in the trenches figuring out global warming? Or you're married at first sight? Cause like, do I contribute much? Not really. But do I have a job? Yeah. And do I think it's worth the money they get paid? Maybe not. But like, it's still a job. First of all, I'm going to disagree with you about you not contributing to society because your anti-vax uh, ketamine thing that you've you did last year. I think it was last year or the year yeah, before. I don't know. It's year. like all a fog. I know. That was that has changed how many people think. So so no, I disagree okay, with you thanks, on that I one. Love you. And then second is I don't think you know people understand how much sex contributes to the society. Well, like exactly. This is this people is the thing. need an outlet. People need 
to have sex, to see sex, to be part of sex, to know that they're not alone. Yeah, There's a lot point. of, you know, so not an argument in my so opinion. So what do we count as contributing? Because people want to have cummies, basically, is what I'm saying, <laughs> yes. everyone. People deserve cummies. People deserve cummies. And if your thing is a butt plug, like, I mean, it's, I mean, also, Tamara, think of something raunchier than a fucking butt plug up someone's ass. That's like 101. Get a grip. Yeah, no, that's very true. I mean, obviously, we support sex workers on this podcast. Fucking obviously, we've had many discussions about this. OnlyFans, different conversation as a whole because we've had Tilly Lawless come on and speak about, like, the issues with OnlyFans. It's a whole other conversation. But in terms of sex workers, because her issue isn't with OnlyFans, her issue is with sex workers. And her issue is with women commodifying their bodies willingly rather than just allowing other people or society to commodify their bodies for them. It's the Tamara. oldest, oldest profession in humankind, by the way. Like the oldest profession is is women willingly mm-hmm. using their bodies to make money, mm-hmm. and there is no shame about it. Isn't because we are in 2022 and we're reversing the toxic narrative. We are that it is, you know, appalling that a woman should be looking at a camera naked. And I mean, not that I would do a good job at it, to be very I'd honest be with so you. Like, good. You would be good. I wouldn't be good. I know, I'd be good. I would good. just be laughing you know, mid-take. <laughs> I'd be good at like customized videos. Like I often get customized requests. But you know what? Honestly, I can barely do my HelloFresh content. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I barely, you know what? Barely. Um, but I mean, we've caught her, is what I'm, is what I'm, is what I'm saying. Like, like, you're sitting there being like, we're not shaming her because, again, like I said in the show, you wanted to say, like, the feminist thing because you know it's bad to shame her, but we've actually found a TikTok of you saying that you think it's the worst thing in the world to be uploading a video onto um, OnlyFans to make money. Tamara, what's different? And honestly, in terms of, like, contribution to society, and I'm not saying in terms of plight, I'm not saying in terms of how hard it is or work amount or whatever. I'm just saying if she wants to contribute to society, will she refuse brand deals? Probably not. So, like, is is your, like, and again, I do fucking brand deals. But I'm saying, like, is you uploading, like, a, if is you tr- you trying out new um, skincare or something, right, and you want to do a new post, isn't that using your body for money? You're seeing if it work on your skin. And again, nothing compared to sex worker issues or anything like that. But in terms of like if she wants value and if she's saying you shouldn't use your body for money. Anyway, Tamara, um, enjoy the little bit of... um, Enjoy the little bit of fun time you can have. I love PMS, Abby, I have to say. Like, you're just raging today. It's awesome. Okay, there's one more thing that Lem and I want to talk about. Um, Lemonize a team. Um, and I said, I heard this TikTok, and let's just play it. Women are not built to handle masculine problems. We are being vulnerable with a woman is some of the worst advice that modern day women give to men. Because if I sit there and I cry to you, oh my god, my life is hard, blah 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 blah. You might sit there and console me for a bit, but deep down you're like, you fucking bitch, and you're no, gonna go and find someone. That is so not true. I know. <laughs> Huh, so you're saying that what he's saying is incorrect? No, that vulnerability a shows cry, that's cry in vulnerability is Be so human. powerful. Again, this is a common example of women saying one thing but doing another. They're saying this right now because it's politically correct to say, you can cry to me, you can be vulnerable to me, etc. But deep down, if your man came to you and was crying on your shoulder saying, I don't know what's going on, her I vagina's going to... Can me? I finish? Can I finish? If her vagina's going to dry up, she ain't going to want to fuck with him anymore. She's going to look for a stronger, more capable man because women are designed to look for security. Just because they cry once, bro? 
Hey, man, I can't tell you how many times we've brought girls on the show with yep. their own. They tell us on air. I One time my boyfriend cried in front of me and mm-hmm. I never looked at him the same. You know what? Okay. Fuck me. All right. First of all, who hurt you? Like, who... Like, who hurt you? Maybe he's cried in front of people and then after he cries, he, like, punches a wall or something and that's why they've all left you because you've cried, babe. Maybe that's what it is. Second of all, if... Now, I don't know. I haven't watched your show and I endeavour to never watch your show. But if you are telling the truth and saying that, bro, do you know how many people come on this show, come on the show and say, my boyfriend cried and then I, I, I got the ick, basically is what he's saying. Um, that is because they've been conditioned by the patriarchy and men's views on vulnerability, not because women inherently don't like men crying. Men's issues. Get a grip. When Conrad cries in front of me, which is he cried during my housewives the other day, really beautiful, he had one little tear looked over and he was like, what? little tear. I think a few things. First of all, It did wow. not dry up. <laughs> yeah, my professor, pussy, wow, wow, my pussy's wet. First of all, pussy, I think. Gushing. Second of all, I'm like, oh, that's so nice that he's like emotionally mature enough that he can cry and can cry in front of me. The fir- third thing I think of, honestly, I'm not trying to be funny, is this lessens the chance that he will kill me one day because he can deal with his emotions, honestly, because <laughs> he's, he's like yeah. violent. <laughs> like, I'm like, great. When he's upset or angry, he honestly just like, if he's like, I actually think I've ever seen him like angry, angry. I've seen him like, because he can like get his, if he's angry, he can like recognize that he is, oh, I'm frustrated about this because I'm sad or like I'm angry. That's because he has a therapist's mum, right? No, she's an art, like an artist. Wow. He went to a Montessori school, no shoes. Well, they had shoes, but I call them no <laughs> shoes school. You're like one of those. How can he do that? That's Well, because he went to one of those um, oh. schools where they're like, Every day they ask, like, how are you feeling today? And that's, like, oh. an inferior of their emotions. Mm. So I honestly think that I'm like, wow, this man is now less of a danger to me than men who don't cry. I'm not, I'm like, I'm not being funny. Like, genuinely, don't you think? Like, yeah. I'm like, you can process your emotions. You can cry in front of me. And you also cried on TV. You also, like, cry in front. Your dad cries as well. You've seen your dad cry. Like, Roger, I love you. Um, you know, I'm like, you are most likely never going to even, like, yell at me. Like... This is a 1950s narrative. I don't understand how they're still talking about men don't cry. Like, boys don't cry. Fucking, because they're emotionally disturbed and they don't know how to express their emotions and they want to blame everyone else and they want to say, well, it's because women won't like us if we cry. But also the way he refers to women as like this collective thing that functions the same way, you know, like, oh, no, they're all like that. Oh, you know, they just, they have no differences between them. All of the women behave the same way. They like, they're going to, you know, it's just like. And there were two women sitting there going, that's not true. And he goes, no, 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 no. Let me speak. Let me, let me finish. Let me finish. Um, <laughs> Babe, go to therapy. <laughs> go to therapy. Stop dating and get a grip. So bad. Crying's hot. Amelia from um, so Love Island. Uh, my friend, Amelia Marnie, she and uh, Josh have been together since Love Island. And she literally on the show, like when we, because she was on the panel for After Party, and she literally <laughs> would be like, babes, because all the boys would be crying on the show. And she's like, babes, I just want Josh to cry so badly. <laughs> she's like, babes, I just want him to have one fucking tear. She's like, he's cried three times in front of me. And every time I treasure, like, she's fucking hilarious. It's like, yeah, babe, duh. 
But he must be so insecure, this guy who was just talking, I'm thinking about it. He must be so insecure to think that being with a woman depends on how you display your emotion. Like It's psycho and unwell. It's psycho. I don't know what and to say. I don't know I, how you find these videos. Honestly, your algorithm is just whack. It's fucked. No, it's actually, you know what it is? Because I will, if I see something like this, I'll watch it and I'll send it on to you. Oh, yeah, okay. So it thinks, oh, she's interacted with it. <laughs> Which actually is good because you get lots of beautiful content. Yes, Or we do. sometimes it's stitched with someone like saying something oh, like that. Okay, and I'll okay. click on that and I'll be like, what's right. going on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll say, anyway, guys, that was a fucking chaotic episode. Um, All right. See you on Friday for Nightmare Fuel, boy. Listener.